Hello, Courier Nation. Welcome to the Deliver on Your Business podcast, where you are the boss. Each week, we talk about how to make the most of your business as an independent contractor, as a courier delivering for gig economy apps like Grubhub, DoorDash, Postmates, Uber Eats, and so many others. Well, hey, Courier Nation, welcome back for another week of the Deliver on Your Business podcast. It is so good to have you back. It is awesome to have you back. It's awesome to be back. And I'm looking forward to another week here on the podcast. Uh, Today, I'm just going to dive right into the topic here. I'm trying to keep from going too terribly long. I've been kind of stretching it out longer and longer and longer. So let's dive right in. The topic today, why is Uber Eats paying less money under this new system? Why are tips decreasing under this new system? Now, I'm not sure I can say why because I'm not sure that's really happening, but I've been running into a lot of people who feel like it's happening. So that's what I want to talk about today is what's going on with Uber Eats? Are we making more? Are we making less? Has there been any changes in the way that they're paying? What's going on since Uber Eats made this change to where they're starting to show a total delivery amount when they offer you a delivery rather than just the Uber Eats fees and things like that. What's going on with that? I have had just an amazing amount of feedback on that topic. uh, And it's really taken me by surprise. I I did uh, episode 83. So that was eight weeks ago. And you can go to entrecourier.com slash 83 to get to the blog post where there's been, you know, uh, the comments have been blowing up. Okay, blowing up is relative. I, with with my blog, I don't know, you know, maybe a dozen people or something like that. You could call that blowing up. But I've had probably a lot more response and comments on the blog where people just don't comment that often on the blog these days. Um, <clears throat> comments on the blog have, have just really taken off. And, and the comments have been overwhelmingly negative about this change. Uh, the people that are commenting, hate it. And so let's look at some of these comments because I'm a little surprised by them, but let's just go into the comments here. I got one from Orion and he said that this new tipping system has got to go. I make less now. First off, it says pay could be higher. Well, yeah, no. Why would someone go back and tip more? They don't. It can happen, but barely or rarely. Maybe if you hand the food over on a golden platter. Deleting their tip is far more likely to happen, even though you're trying your best. Sometimes delays, things missing, et cetera, are simply out of your control. And I think Ryan's right here. People are not going to go back and change their tip. It just doesn't happen that much. I've done 223, uh, I've done, you know, about 220 plus deliveries in the seven weeks since they've rolled this delivery, this new system out. And I've had, 2% 2% of the deliveries change. Okay. So, you know, it's not that often. So listen to Ryan on this one. Do not buy into this thing about how it could pay more. It's not going to. Okay. Anyway, here's another comment from Bill. Bill says, this is so stupid. I am not getting tipped as much. Uber Eats, like DoorDash, is now making or suggesting that tip up front. So the customers just go with that. It has usually been a gamble with tips, but overall Uber Eats tips were much more. I am so angry about this new change. DoorDash was always my backup to Uber Eats. I always preferred Uber Eats over DoorDash. Now they are doing the same damn thing. 
What this makes me do is accept orders from DoorDash now before I accept on Uber, an Uber Eats order. I hope they get this feedback and return to the older system. I now have no favorite app to deliver from. Now, Bill brings up one good thing about the feedback. Now, when Uber Eats rolled this out, and I think so far everywhere they've done it, they've kind of phrased it as, hey, we are trying this out. I've not seen anything yet that has just said, okay, yeah, we're sticking with this. So I don't know. Is there a possibility they switch back? And if they're really having trouble getting orders delivered because of, you know, especially the low pay thing, they could switch back. So I don't know. Now, one thing I'm going to throw in here real quick, uh, just to respond to what Bill said, is like he said, now they're making or suggesting the tip up front. Uber Eats has been doing that for a year and a half now. We'll get into that in a little bit, but that that has not changed. Okay, let's go on to another comment. This one is from Jeremy. He had, he had some good things to say here. He said, the reason that they include the tip is now they can offer less money because combined with a good tip, they know that you will take the order before they were having to pay $8 sometimes on orders where you got a $20 tip. Now they can get away with paying you $5 on the same order. So what they have done is reduce surge. I agree before I would take orders where a tip was likely $1 or $2 because it was worth it with Uber's pay. Now I'm declining almost all of those orders I used to take. I used to take $5 orders that I thought would tip $1 or $10. I took them both. But now I am not going to take a $6 order when the next order is $11 for the same time and distance. And I'm going to jump in real quick and say, you shouldn't, uh, you, you shouldn't do that. And so I, I totally agree with you as far as doing it that way. But anyway, he goes on to say, this system screws customers who don't tip as much. So what Uber is going to do is they'll make doubles with a tipped and non-tipped order or require higher acceptance rate. I like the control. I like the old system too. Also, I like the mental challenge of doing math on each order to determine if it's a good order. You know, when, when I wrote the post that he responded to, I, they hadn't rolled it out here yet, just in a few markets. And so I had thrown out some things that I was concerned about. And I was concerned about, you know, what happens now that uh, uh, if Uber Eats can't get certain orders delivered, you know, what are they going to do? Are they going to start getting a little more forceful about acceptance rates or different things? Are they going to become more like Grubhub and DoorDash? And that still concerns me. To be honest, that's the one thing I'm still a little nervous about. I don't want Uber Eats to be another Grubhub. But anyway, so I've got a couple of articles that I hope you find worth the read that have to do with some of the changes that Uber Eats made. I put one out Back in January of 2019, when Uber Eats changed to starting to allow customers to place the tip when they place the order. And then another one that I put out when they changed the pay model to their current model on that. And I had made the comment, I think, way back when they were changing the tipping. And and I said that uh, I think Uber Eats is finally figuring out that they can't afford to keep paying as much as they're paying on the delivery fees because they pay significantly more than anybody else, but the customers tipped significantly less than with anybody else. And I think that they finally figured it out. And that's why they started getting to where they're encouraging tipping more because if they can get the customers to tip more, they can get by with paying a little bit less. 
Okay, so I got one more comment from Ahmed, and he said, I've been doing this since June, so it's pretty fresh, but in June, July, and August, I used to make more than half of my income from tips. Since they started to show the potential amount, including tip, I feel like people don't tip as much. Before, for $140 a day, $70 to $75 was from tips, and now I don't even reach that, and out of a $90 day, maybe $30 is from tips. It really feels like people are tipping were tipping more before they made that update. And it's just not worth it for me anymore. So these are just some examples of some of the comments. And there were a number of others too. And if you want to read them all, go head on over to entrecourier.com slash 83. And I'll put a link in the show notes as well. And the thing is, I'm you know, here's the part that just kind of amazed me was the comments were overwhelmingly against that system. And I mean, overwhelmingly. And it's got me wondering because it's a different feeling for me. I mean, is this is this how most of you feel? Uh, most of you who are doing Uber Eats, I would love to hear from you. You know, if you get a chance, uh, entrecourier.com slash 91 is the webpage for here. And you can leave comments there on that. Or you can just uh, shoot me an email, ron at entrecourier.com, because I would love to hear your thoughts on it. Now, I put up a little poll on Twitter, and hang on just a moment. I'm going to check that. I'm going to put this recording on pause for a second. Okay, so I'm up to a whopping seven votes. But I just said, uh, um, do you feel like you're making more money or less since they started including the tip amount in the offer? And here were my answers. I said, I'm making a lot more. I've got, okay, I'm going to add myself to that. So two out of eight that say I'm making a lot more. I got four out of eight saying I'm making a little more. And I have four out of eight saying I'm making the same or a little less. So nobody so far has come back with kind of the same story that I'm I'm getting in these comments. And like I said, for myself, it's been significantly more since they made the change. So what's going on here? Why Why am I doing so much better? Why are some others doing better? And why are some doing worse? Because I don't doubt that people are doing worse. So I wonder, are the comments, are they more representative of the overall feeling? Or is it more that you know what, when you get fed up and you get frustrated, that's when you're ready to vent. Because I get it. If my pay is slashed, I want to vent. And you all know I love to vent. And, uh, and but you know, the good thing is I've, I've got a podcast where I can do that, right? But, you know, the thing is, is it just, it really caught me off guard how negative the reaction is to this change. Because for me, it's been the exact polar opposite. And so, you know, is, is Uber Eats paying? Are they are customers tipping less with the new update? And my experience is no, I'm making more money. It is up for me in most areas. You know, in seven weeks since Uber Eats made the change in my market, I've completed 223 Uber Eats deliveries. And I tracked every single one of them. I know how many minutes I spent on them. I know how many miles I drove on each one of them. I'm a nerd that way. But in the seven weeks before that change, I had 247 deliveries with Uber Eats, so fairly similar number of deliveries. And here's the thing is, when I look at it, here's how it broke down. My average delivery pay, what I made on average per delivery was $9.83 per delivery in the old system, and it was up to $10.62. That's an $0.80 cent increase. It's like a 7.5% 
increase in pay per delivery. The average tip amount under the old system, my average tip was $4.18. Under the new system, my average tip has been $6 even. That is a 43.5% increase. That is significant to go from just over four to six dollars. Okay. Profit per hour. This this to me is the most important measure. Profit per hour. And my profit per hour in the old system was $25.03 per hour on Uber Eats deliveries. Uber Eats deliveries under the new system, that profit per hour was $30.18. And all of this, while the boosts and promos have been decreasing, because things are slowing down in this area. We'll get into that. But my profit per hour has increased by 20%, even though a lot of things are slowing down, which usually lead to lower pay. Now, if you're not familiar with the profit per hour I use, here's what I do. I calculate about 25 cents per mile because that's what I figured is about what my actual cost on my vehicle is. And that's right around, you know, so what I do is I take I take my earnings, I subtract 25 cents per every mile that I drove, and then I drive that divide that by total hours spent delivering. And so when I track by delivery, I actually track profit per hour on the delivery. If it's a 10-minute delivery and I made $5 and I didn't drive anywhere at all, profit per hour is $30 and all that. So anyway... <clears throat> That's the thing, though. I went from 20 minutes and 25 seconds per delivery average down to 18 minutes, 40 seconds. So I, you know, the fast, the deliveries got faster. I went from 4.4 miles per delivery to 4.1. That's very close, but it still improved. And I think it was because of the system that I was making some better decisions. But anyway, you add all that up. And, and the thing is, is now you want to really drill down. You get into the average base pay. And the average base pay that I got, which is, you know, what, um, that's basically the base fare plus the trip supplement went from $3 and 69 cents under the old system down to $3 and 16 cents. And then if you went, if you add in like the promotions, the boosts and the quests and everything, I went from $5 and 64 cents total pay. And that's, that's the total pay that I got from Uber eats and that dropped down to $4.62 under the new system. So think about that. Overall pay from Uber Eats went down. You know, I talked about how it, you know, some of that pay drops off because things are slowing down on the, and some of the promotions are going down. But I went from, you know, a dollar per delivery less from Uber Eats, but the tips were up so much that I'm making 80 cents more per delivery overall. And on top of that, under the old system, tips were 43% of my overall pay. Now they're 57%. That's like a total flip-flop from what the one guy was talking about. That's a pretty big jump. And if you go to the blog page, entrecourier.com slash 91, I've got a link in the show notes. I've got a chart that even shows the week-by-week -week average pay. And so you can kind of see how it breaks down, and you can, you can kind of just tell visually how things have changed. And the one stat that matters to me the most is... 25 to $30 per hour profit. What is up with the distance, the, the difference there when everybody else is, not everybody, but at least from when so many people are kind of struggling with this. Now, if I were listening to this 
right now, I'd be saying, wait, 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 not so fast here. Back up the bus here. You just skipped over something. We're not going to let this go unaddressed. You just said $5.64 per delivery under the old system, and now it's down to $4.62. Do not gloss over that. They're cutting the pay, aren't they? It's just like what Jeremy was saying in his comments. You know, he said the reason that they include the tip is now they can offer less money. And, you know, I think Jeremy's right there in that, uh, yeah, you know what, when when the tip is better, they can pay less. This has to do with the trip supplement. Here's Here's the thing. This is why the price has gone down. And I don't think it is that Uber Eats has changed their pay structure at all. I do not believe that it's because they're intentionally lowering pay from them. I think it's because there's other forces at pay at play that would in these circumstances normally lower the pay anyway. And so let's get into that just a bit. And I know I've been throwing out some terms like trip supplement and base pay and some different things. So let's let's take a look real quick. If you're not as familiar with how Uber Eats does their pay, there's there's kind of a few different elements in their pay. So the first part of their pay is they've got their base pay. And it's basically, it is a formula that they've got based on your time, your distance, a pickup and drop off fee. Now, once upon a time, they had a little formula for that. You knew what those were going to be. Um... End of last year, beginning of this year, they changed that. They don't make that formula public anymore. And, and basically that what that is, is then they can lower it whenever they want to. And we would never know the difference other than it just feels like we're getting paid less, right? But anyway, what they did then is, okay, so they did this. And, and I do believe that I have noticed just enough things about how things fluctuate with the pay that they do still pay based on actual time and distance, when when there are differences in what from what they expect, especially really long wait times, you see a difference in the delivery pay because of that. So that's the first part of the delivery puzzle. You know, the second piece is something that they call a trip supplement. And and this is their wild card. This is their we can make the pay whatever we need to make this pay so that you can we can get the order delivered piece of the puzzle. And, and here's the thing, you know, there's, there's a couple things with this uh, trip supplement. You know, if your delivery fee comes out to less than $3, if $3 is kind of their minimum for the market, then they'll put in, let's say the delivery fee is $2.60. And my average delivery fee has been, you know, over the 14 weeks, about $2 and like 56 cents. So let's say the delivery fee was $2.60, then they'll put in a 40 cent trip supplement to round it up to $3. But the big thing with the trip supplement is when there's a delivery that they just really need to get that delivered. Well, now they can kind of crank up that trip supplement. It is like what uh, DoorDash calls their desirability factor. I've got an article that I put out when uh, DoorDash came out with their new pay model. And I talked about how, you know, DoorDash said, okay, your delivery fee is based on three things, time, distance, and desirability. I'm going to tell you after you know, a year now of the DoorDash pay model, the time and distance part is a lie. It is a flat out lie. The only thing that is part of that pay model is whatever DoorDash figures their desirability is. If they can get by with $2, they get by with $2. If they can get by with six, if, if they have to make it $6, they make it $6, whatever it takes to get that delivery accepted. Okay. And that's kind of what 
Uber Eats is doing now with their trip supplement. If they're going to have a hard time getting that delivery fulfilled, they can kind of crank up that trip supplement. So it's that base pay and the trip supplement that make up the delivery fee from Uber Eats. And then Uber Eats will throw in some incentives. And the incentives, the incentive, a lot of people get a mistake about the incentives, that it's like them trying to, you know, their way of doing a pay raise. Uber Eats doesn't give a crap about giving you a pay raise. What they do with these incentives is this is money that they throw out there to try and incentivize you to go out and deliver. Because as independent contractors, they can't tell us to go out and deliver. They can't force us to work a certain schedule or anything. So what they have to do is offer an incentive where they're going to pay more during certain times, during the times that they know they need a lot of drivers. And so there's two in particular that they do. One is called a boost, which is basically a percentage increase in the fare. So let's say if they offer a 1.1 boost, it's a 10% increase in the fare. And that's, or I'm sorry, not the fare, the base delivery fee. Uh, They do it based on the base delivery fee. They do not do it based on the trip supplement. But anyway, 1.5 means a 50% increase in that base delivery fee. So if they know that they're going to really need drivers, they know that, you know, it's it's, uh, Sunday night coming up in Denver and Denver's playing football Sunday night. Well, they're going to bump up that boost. And so when the flip side of it is, if they don't think that they're going to need to get drivers out there that bad. They, they're pretty sure they're going to have more drivers than what they need. The boost will just pretty much go away. It just shrivels up to next to nothing or completely nothing. And so, and this is the thing is this is where the big differences were, were in the boost and in the trip supplement. The base pay was $2.60 under the old system, and it was two fifty two dollars in the last seven weeks. So it's a little bit lower, but here's the deal. I I think I mentioned that my deliveries were a little shorter and they were a little faster. And remember that that base delivery fee is based on time and distance. Okay. So that makes sense. If, if it's taking less time, if the distance is less, my base delivery fee is going to go down. So, but that's a small change. Now, here's the other thing is the trip supplement, that was the biggest part of the difference. It was about 45 cents less per delivery these last seven weeks than what they were the first seven weeks. But here's the thing I'm going to tell you about that. Remember what I was saying about how that base, that that trip supplement is all about you crank up the trip supplement when you're going to have trouble placing these orders. Well, under this new system with me taking orders now that are averaging $6 instead of $4 for the tip, I've already got desirable orders, so they don't need to sweeten the pot with the trip supplement. So because I'm taking orders that are paying more, I've got less that's coming in under the trip supplement. And that's just natural. That's that's just part of their system there. So it's not Uber Eats dropping that on everybody. It's just that I'm taking less of the orders that would have that trip supplement. And that makes sense. Here's the other big change, though, and that's the boost. I averaged 52 cents per delivery back in the seven weeks before the change down to 21 cents in these last seven weeks. And again, though, here's the thing that I've told you before is things are slowing down here. I can tell it. I've just, uh, I talk about that a lot. I think, you know, that with there's less uh, unemployment in money out there now. And, and also I think, you know, just things are slowing down as far as delivery. And you can just feel it. 
And so here's the deal is I'm starting to get more time between deliveries, which is interesting. Longer waits between deliveries, but my per hour profit has increased 20%. And that profit takes into account that wait time. So the thing about that is, is that things have slowed to the point that they're not doing the boost that often, and they're not doing as much of a boost. And it went from kind of a 52% boost, which is an average of about 20% or 1.2 down to something that's an average of less than 1.1. And that again is not something that I think is intentionally being done by Uber Eats as part of this whole change. It's just that things are slowing down and they don't need the boost. When they need the boost, that's going to go back up. So ultimately, the lower price, I mean, that is um, through 76 cents, I think that's 76 cents out of the dollar and two cents. That's all based on that. Part of it is that uh, the quest amount has gone, you know, a little bit lower, but that's just because I didn't chase the quests as often during the last seven weeks as I did the first seven weeks. So really the lower price, it has more to do with what's going on. It has more to do with the kind of deliveries that I accepted. And it has more to do with the thing, fact that things are slowing down than it does just to say, hey, Uber Eats is just uh, trying to uh, cut our fees. Okay, so I got that out of the way. I did want to make sure, you know, that, it, yeah, and I mean, I'm making less from Uber Eats on my orders per average, but I think it has more to do with something other than Uber Eats actually lowering the rate. Probably doesn't matter a whole lot. The thing is, though, even with all of that, I'm making more. I'm making more per delivery. I'm making a lot more on tips, and I'm making a lot more per hour. Why is that happening when other people are really struggling? Because I don't doubt those folks. You know, I don't doubt that they're making less. So why is that happening? And I've been thinking about that, and I've got some theories, and I've got some thoughts. And here's a few things that I want to talk about. Just to, I've got a few thoughts about these differences. So my first thought is, and this is kind of more of a little rabbit hole or something like that. It's semi-related because there was one comment that I got on the um, the post Twitter that uh, I hadn't read as part of the others. But one person did say, hey, this isn't right because they're telling me that I'm getting $11 and then they only paid me $7. Well, this is because Uber Eats has kind of a confusing system. And so just in case you're kind of one of those people that says, I don't get it. Why am I getting this, you know, $8 offer and I get done and they're only giving me $4. Uber Eats is not paying you less. Um, I think there was a common under misunderstanding because of the fact that actually Uber Eats didn't change anything on the operation side. All they changed was the offer. So here's the deal under the old system. Let's say a customer orders, and the delivery fee for that order from Uber Eats would be $4. And the customer, when they place that order, adds a $6 tip. Okay, great. Well, under the old system, the customer would place that order. They'd add that $6 tip. So Uber Eats sends out an offer for $4. That $4 is only covering their delivery fee. You don't know what the tip is. You take the offer, you deliver, and you get done with the delivery, and it shows up as $4. It's only an hour later that the tip shows up. And that's because Uber Eats gives a customer an hour to change their mind on the, on the tip. And so they wait an hour before they add the tip part to the pay. So the offer said $4, you get done and it's $4. An hour later, it turns into $10, okay? 
Nothing changed in how they do any of that stuff. The only change now is in the offer, because now under the current system, same delivery, same situation, you know, $4 delivery fee, $6 tip. Well, now the offer amount says $10. It's that $6 plus a $4 delivery fee. Well, you get done and the same thing happens as before. Only $4 shows up. The only thing that shows up after you get done with the delivery is the delivery fee, just like it was before. Well, the customer's got an hour to change their mind, right? So an hour later, the $10 shows up. So you still got the money. It's just a matter of you got to wait. And so hopefully most of you have already figured that out. If you've done very many deliveries after a while, you finally figure out that happens. But it does confuse people. So if you're really new to Uber Eats, you want to be kind of ready for that. Only the offer screen changed. Nothing else. Nothing else. Just the offer screen. Okay. Second point that I want to make here. There's only four instances where earnings will change with Uber Eats under the current system. And three of those four are in our favor. If the customer decides to add to the tip, if they want to increase the tip, then the earnings will change. They will be more than you are offered. Second one, if the delivery took substantially longer than what was estimated, let's say there was a much, much longer wait time and or the distance was substantially longer because you had to take it somewhere else, you know? You might make more in those situations because Uber Eats does still use some real-time information when they figure out their, their pay. And so they figure out kind of what the delivery fee should be, but if it takes longer than that, sometimes it will be a little bit more. So again, that's a change, but it would be in your favor. If for some reason everything is faster and shorter than what they anticipated, you get what they, they promised you. So there you go on that one. Third thing. If the customer originally tipped more than $8, you'll make more than what the offer amount tells you. And I'm pretty sure it's that way across all the markets. Everybody that I've talked to so far, that's been that's been the magic number. But for some reason, you know, Uber Eats decided they're going to cap the amount that they add to the expected pay. So we go back to that $4 delivery. And, you know, if the tip was $6, then they make the offer $10, four plus six, right? Well, if that was a $20 tip, they make the offer $12 because they cap it at eight, what they add, the $4 delivery fee plus the $8 tip. Four plus eight is 12. But when you get done with the delivery and after the tip shows up, it's $24 that you received. So if the customer tip was more than $8, you will make more than what the offer was. So three out of four things in your favor. The one that could potentially not be good for you is if the customer decides they're going to reduce or delete the tip. Now, when the news came out that they were planning on doing this, I will say my concern with that, and, and my concern is still there a little bit, that it does open the door for tip baiting where, you know, and, and it's going to take a little while for that to start happening or to start happening much, but it will happen. And, and what happens is, you know, you get somebody that they never tip, they never tip. And all of a sudden their deliveries are taking a lot longer because nobody's accepting their deliveries, right? Well, then at some point they figure out, oh, if the customer or if the driver knows the tip amount, you know, I can add a good size tip and now they'll take my delivery. So they do that and you take the delivery, you drop it off, and then they decide to delete the tip or take it out. 
That's always a possibility. But here's the deal. In the 223 deliveries that I've had, I have had one delivery that paid less than what the offer was. And I was expecting it to happen. The customer was messaging me almost the moment that I got the order asking how come it was so late. I knew that they were ticked. I knew that I was probably not getting anything at all for a tip. I knew that they were, I was ready to just cancel the delivery and, and let somebody else deal with it. But it was going a direction where I wanted to go. So I went ahead and stayed with it. But I was sure that the tip would be com- pulled completely. You know, I did my best to try and smooth over the waters and they did still drop it, but they only dropped it by $2 instead of like the $6 that they had tipped. But <clears throat> only one time out of 223 deliveries, and I've had several times that it's been more, uh, three or four times I think were actually that the customer I think tipped more. Uh, maybe one or two of times might have been because of, you know, longer wait times. Most of the times were because the original tip was more than $8, like I mentioned. So, so far that's not been an issue, but you know, that's something to kind of be aware of. There's only four areas where you could have a different earnings and three of those are in our favor. Here's a very important point that I want to make. I've kind of made it already, but I want to make sure that I drill this home. Nothing has changed in tipping itself. I know I read the one comment that said, well, now that they've changed it or something, but nothing changed. Folks, Uber Eats made the change in January of 2019 to let customers place the order or to decide the tip when they were ordering. 2019, that's a year and a half ago, a year and a half ago that they made that change. That has not something new. That is not something that has just happened. I know that it feels like it though, because of the way that the tip doesn't show up or anything like that. But Uber Eats did not change anything in the way that the customer tips. Now, if you've been around long enough, you know how different tipping is with Uber Eats and how, you know, especially how different it is now than what it was two years ago. You know, back when customers could only tip after the delivery, most of them did not. Because the thing is, is once you're done, you're not thinking about going back into the app to add the tip. If you got tips on 40 to 50% of the deliveries, you were really doing well then. And when Uber Eats made that change to where they could order at the tip or at when placing the order, tipping improved dramatically. So I know that it feels like they made the change, but they did not make a change. Nothing changed as far as how customers tip. And the fact that customers can tip when they place the order is much, 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 much better for us than what it was before the fact. And I can almost guarantee anybody that's been doing deliveries for more than a couple of years would tell you the same thing. So one more time, Uber Eats has not changed how customers tip. And so customers are not tipping differently. The only change in this whole update has been that you can now see the total amount, including the tip. Okay, so real quick, I've got a couple theories why some people are making less money. And the first theory is that we're seeing more bad offers. But I just got done saying nothing changed. That seems in that seems like a contradiction, right? Well, I do believe that a higher percentage delivery offers that you see on your phone are lower paying offers, but I don't believe that there are more lower paying deliveries. Well, how does that make sense? It all it all has to do with the offers that are being rejected and accepted, okay? Under the old system, you had no idea if you're getting a tip, right? 
you didn't know what that tip amount would be. So if the customer didn't tip, you did not know to reject that. Well, now you know. Now when you see $3, now when you see $4, you know that there's not much of a tip. You know that it's not take, worth taking that offer. And you look at that offer and you say, oh, hell no. You know, with this new system, you know when an offer is a stinker. You know when it's not worth it. There's, there's no more guessing game with that. And so what happens is those low paying, no tip or low tip offers are getting kicked around more. Okay. You got more people turning it down and it goes on to the next driver and they turn it down and it just gets kicked around to the point until somebody finally takes it. And that just means that offer is being offered more often. Well, at the same time, now that we know when the tip is really good or when we know it's at least $8, it's like, okay, hey, that's a good offer. And again, there's no more guessing game. And so those good offers are being snatched up much more quickly. So those offers are being bounced around less. The bad offers are being bounced around more. And so even though the same quality of offer or deliveries is out there, you know, you've only got so many of the good deliveries and you got so many of the bad ones. All right. Those numbers don't change. That's not changed from the old system to the new system. But the number of times that that bad offer is hitting your phone is much higher because those bad offers are floating around there a lot longer before they get taken. Does that make sense? You see what I'm saying on that? And here's the deal. Most people are lazy. They don't want to put the thought into what might make a good delivery. And so it was just like the one comment that said, I like it better when there's a challenge or something like that. And to me, I've always kind of felt like there was less competition for good orders because there just weren't that many people that thought it through, you know? And, uh, but now that everybody knows the full amount, even the lazy drivers snatch up the good ones. That means bad offers are floating around longer. Good offers are taken immediately. And there are times, you know, you just get inundated with stinker after stinker after stinker. And eventually you kind of let your defenses down, you know, and you grab one that maybe you wouldn't grab except for you almost kind of getting desperate, you know? And I think that's a lot of what's going on. And especially if you're somebody that takes every order, here's the deal under this new system. If you take every order, you will make less. You will make less because the chances are much higher that the order you get is a stinker. And so, you know, you're just going to make less money. I think that's a lot of the reason that some people are doing things. Now, some of them may not be taking every order. And I don't know for that. Here's my second theory on why it seems like they're paying less or why the tips might feel like less. And I think it's just because people haven't adapted to the new system yet. You're still used to the old way. And, you know, I mentioned the improvement in my pay under the new system. And I mentioned it for a reason because I make more money. The fact that I make more money does not mean that pay overall has improved in the same way because you're making less money doesn't mean that Uber Eats is paying less under this new system. Okay. What has changed is how we are accepting and rejecting deliveries. Now, under the old system, I had a, you know, I called it a reverse cherry picking. And I'll put a link to the notes in the notes for that one, that article that I talked about because Uber Eats was paying so much better for the additional time and distance than anybody out there. Well, what happens is then those those higher paying offers were deceptive because I could see that a $10 offer meant this is going to take a long time. 
and I would turn it down. And in fact, I got to a point where I was more likely to take a $3 order than I was a $10 order because I knew that $3 order would get done fast. Well, this change though, now that you know the tip amount, you've got more information and you can make better decisions. And for me, I can make, I, I don't have to think hardly at all. Um, I kind of regret that, but I think, you know, um, I'll, I'll take that extra $5 an hour. So I think much of the reason that I've been able to do better is I had a well-defined idea too, of what a good delivery meant. If you've read much from me or heard much from me, I talk a lot about my 50 cent rule. You used to call it a 40 cent rule. And it's, I've given myself a pay raise. My price is 50 cents per minute. A delivery has got to pay 50 cents a minute to be worth taking. I already had that established when this new thing came along. So I could very easily adapt that rule to this new system. And it's easy. Oh, it is so easy. You know what I got to do? You know what I got to do to define, to determine if an order is worth taking? I look at the price. I double that price. $10 order. I double to 20. I've got to be able to do that delivery in 20 minutes or less. It's as easy as that. If I can do it in less than 20 minutes, and guess what? Uber Eats puts an estimated delivery time on there. So it's real easy. A $5 delivery has to be done in 10 minutes. Both scenarios pay $30 per hour, 50 cents a minute. So having a defined idea of what makes a good delivery allows you to make an adapt adaptation to when they make a change like this. The other part of it is, Many people who are making less, I think they're accepting deliveries that they probably would not have accepted in the past. You know, if you've got a, if you don't have a good comprehensive idea of what a good delivery is, you're just playing it by gut. It's hard to adjust your gut based on a sudden change. You know, it's hard to adjust to that new platform. If you're used to the old system and tips aren't included and you get that $5 delivery because you're pretty sure a tip's going to come with it. And most times it does, right? But now under the new system, well, here's $7. That's even better than five. And so there's, there's still kind of that mindset that it's like, okay, that's a good delivery compared to the old way of doing things. And you take it. But only $2 of that $7 delivery is a tip. And so somewhere in your mind, though, you're still used to getting that tip on top of that. So you kind of, I think there's still kind of this hope. Folks, that extra tip is not happening. That extra tip is not going to happen. Because the tips have always shown up later. It, they've always shown up an hour later. And the customers have been tipping when they place the order 90 to 95% of the time over the last several months. But I think we've gotten this false idea because of the fact that we don't see the tip until an hour later that I think we get kind of a false idea that our customer service has more to do with the tip amount than what it really does. In most cases the customers made up their mind and they're not changing their mind. And we just didn't realize it, you know? But the thing is, we're more likely to hope that it's going to be more than $7 because you've always had that hope. But folks, it's not going to be more than $7. If that delivery offer is $7, 99 times or more out of 100, it's going to be $7. So here's a few quick thoughts. And I kind of gave away one of them already, but here's a quick, few quick thoughts on making better decisions on deliveries with Uber Eats. More than anything, it boils down to Uber Eats is not paying less with this new tip system. Customers are not tipping less. Nothing has changed. 
If there's a lower pay on the Uber Eats delivery pay, it has more to do with things slowing down, um, with, with um, maybe less need for the trip supplement, different things like that. But they are not paying less. They're not paying more. Everything is still the same. The only thing that's changed is the offer amount reflects the tip that the customer placed. And honestly, folks, it is a fantastic opportunity to make more money, but it involves putting more thought into the decision process. I want to give you three secrets wrapping up that hopefully help you make more on Uber Eats deliveries, help you make better decisions. The first one, assume that what you see is what you will get. Do not go in hoping the customer is going to tip more because they are not going to tip more. There might be, I mean, you know what? Every once in a while, you just kind of get that surprise and that's wonderful when it happens, but do not make plans based on it. I'm talking less than 5%, less than 5% and probably less than 2% are going to go in and change the tip. Okay. So do not take that offer thinking they will pay more. It doesn't matter if Uber Eats says on the offer screen, offer may be higher. It will probably not be higher. Okay. The only time you consistently get more is when the customer had already tipped more than $8, like I mentioned earlier. And so, you know, and here's the thing is that offer is going to start out at $11 or more because it's $8 plus your delivery fee. All right. So your chances are extremely high that whatever you're offered, especially on anything under $11, that's all you're going to get. If you Accept that and understand that going in. You don't get disappointed by when they don't add to it later on because you just know they're not going to. Okay. Number two, set your price. The most comprehensive way to decide on a delivery is set a price per minute. And with Uber Eats, it is so easy to do. It is really easy to do. All you do is quick math. You divide, you divide dollars by minutes. And that's what you get. That's that's what it's going to pay per minute. Uber Eats gives you the minutes. Uber Eats tells you the dollars now, all the way up to, you know, what the tip is. So they make it so easy. Divide your dollars by the minutes and you get a price per minute. Does that meet your price? Set your price now. And I really recommend you want to start at least 40 cents a minute. I was at 40 cents a minute for a while. I bumped it up to 50 cents. Try 50 cents. Try it for a little while and just see what happens. Uh, You might fall somewhere in between the 50 and 40 when it's all said and done. But the thing is, is set your price. And and Uber Eats makes it so easy. And the third thing is you got to be ready to say no. Guys, there is no excuse. There is no excuse at all for having your tip be significantly lower than what your Uber Eats pay is because you know the amount now. When you look at a delivery offer and you see how far you're going, you've got a pretty good idea how much of that is going to be the delivery fee and how much of that is going to be tip. But all of this is boiling down to say, if you do not want the tip to be low, then don't accept the offer that's got a low tip. You know when there's a low tip, so don't accept that offer. That's it. That's that simple. Do not accept crappy orders and then complain about what you were paid. Folks, I want to ask you one thing here real quick as a wrap up. And it's just to ask this question. Is this podcast helping you out? If it's helping you out, can you share? Can you let people know? Can you spread the word? Because then it helps other people out as well. 
But the other thing that I ask you is I always ask at the end is I want to ask you to take control. And this is exactly what this whole thing is all about. This is, this is what this whole thing about understanding how the offers are and, and about especially evaluating and making decisions on the offers because you're taking control. Folks, you are not at the mercy of Uber Eats here. You are not at the mercy of this change. You've got the opportunity to make your decisions. You've got the opportunity to say, hey, it's up to me to set my price. It is up to me to make the decisions that make me successful. And when you take that, when you take that attitude, when you decide that, hey, this is up to me, that's when you become the boss. So that's what I'm going to ask you to do today. As we wrap up today is, please be the boss. <laughs> <laughs>